0: Welcome to a Group 1 version of the Taz Racing Kennel Talk podcast. We have reached the final of the Group 1 Ladbrokes Hobart Now's worth $150,000 in 2022. I'm Matt Reid on behalf of tazracing.com.au and let me welcome in the man who I'm sure is like a kid on Christmas Eve and that's Brennan Ryan. How are you mate?
1: Yeah, good. Thanks, Matt. It's certainly uh, the pinnacle of any greyhound enthusiast, the Hobart Thousand, and uh, really looking forward to Thursday night and the finals. Just chock quality of, you know, outstanding talent that we've got lining up. And these eight runners have all deservedly got their way through. And yeah, it's our job to see if we can steer punters towards a winner, logically. Um, But yeah, I think whoever can get out on top early, it's going to make a one hell of a race. It's, you know, it's it's probably one of the most exciting, if not you know, the, the race to really, you know, the support features are the good ones, but this race is, yeah, has really taken the, the pinnacle this year.
0: Yeah, the Bob Brown Memorial, Billy Grice and Denise Fish memorials on the program as well. I think there's a logical favourite in the feature race, Brendan, and we'll go through them in a sec, but realistically, any one of the eight dogs could win without shock. And that's what you love to see in a big race final.
1: Oh, absolutely. And they all got their way through. Um, You know, we've got a couple of runners that are blessed with good box manners, early speed, and a couple of runners and a backmarkers who are going to storm home late. So where the speed dogs are drawn, I think, um, are well suited. The likes of Fernando, Mick, and... Rojo Diamond, um, there's a couple of other runners in the field. Power Bunny has lost a little bit of his early dash, but he can really mix it in with them early from that wide draw box. Hate. So, yeah, they're close to chances, as you said.
0: Well, let's go through the final. It's race eight on Thursday night's Hobart program. 9.25 local time, the last leg of the quaddie. We'll go through them one by one. The outsider of the field, at least according to Ladbrokes, which you don't often see, is the red runner, Brennan, Nia Nia flyer in the care of Eileen Thomas
1: did well to win a team. I mean, it was the one of the big upsets of the program, and gee, it come home very strong um, over the top of its rivals and got the job done there to run twenty five and ninety five. Uh, we've seen it what it can do throughout the recent Devonport Chase series. It was. Um, had box one in the consolation there and never fired. I don't think it's well-suited from that draw. It needs to be drawn out wide. Um, it's going to be a risk with the speed drawn on its outside. So, um, yeah, the, the money's well-situated to its chances.
0: Our race favourite is the two, Fernando Mick. Before I hear your thoughts on that runner, let's hear the conversation that you had with trainer David Gill uh, when Fernando Mick won his heat last week.
1: David, you'd be pretty impressed to see your your boy get through, and he was very impressive there tonight.
2: Yeah, I was, Brendan. I'm very happy because you know you're a bit apprehensive, of course, um, in a Group One heat. And we flew over on the day of the race, uh, which we hadn't done for a long, long time, probably going back. You know, we did it at Albion Park once, but um, so but he did travel well. We gathered he travelled well. He just lost a little bit of weight, but. Uh, he just come out and went super. on over the moon with him, yeah.
1: You'd have to be impressed by the time of 2578. I mean, he's continuing to show that he's in very good form coming off the back of the Melbourne Cup series.
2: Yeah, yeah, like uh, he's been uh, jumping very, very quickly uh, for quite a while and, um, you know, when he broke five. He went 499 in the Melbourne Cup last week. So he sort of... Um, And before that, he was running low fives and meadows and sand down. And and today they tell me, I'm not too sure, but 504, yeah. Mm. Uh, It's pretty good, pretty good. And then 11 dead, which uh, they tell me, the locals tell me that's humming along. Mm. Uh, But he's going great, the dog, and he can handle any box. That's what I like about this dog. Normally, some of the better dogs, you sort of, we've got them too, you know, that might, they rely on on an inside draw. Mm Or a pink box on a one-bend track. But this guy, he, he's a beauty. Like, he can just – I said to Sue Giddes, he'll probably do the draw on Saturday night. I, I said – she said, what box would you like? I said, well, uh, not three or four. That's about all. Otherwise, uh, even though he's won tonight out of three and he's just humming along, Brennan. He's going great.
1: He certainly is and you've had a great success over here in the last 12 months. We have to remember uh, Hilltop Jack took out the Launceston Cup and we saw uh, Ferdinand Boyd go through and was game in the uh, Devonport Chase and also made the Hobart 1000. So it's good to see that the form's continuing for the kennel and hopefully uh, the success that you've had over here can uh, pick up where it left off with, with a bit of luck next week.
2: Yeah, it has been good. I just hope that we can finish off um, the year. Wouldn't it be something to win over a 1,000, you know, after that, uh, this year? But, uh, yeah, that's right. Launceston Cup, uh, Hilltop Jack, we're about 29.30 on it. And we won also Sue Guinness um, train, Rosie Posey, won the laurels. Uh, when she went super. We're waiting for her to come on season next year. Um, but, yeah, we've um, had a great run here actually and um, – And it's hard when we come over because you, you, um, you know the bigger races here, the the leading trainers in Melbourne or around Australia, Mm -hmm. they're bringing their best dogs. So it's it's not easy. You've got to bring we we have to bring fast dogs if we've got them at the time because otherwise you're just flying over and back for nothing, you know. So
0: undoubtedly the proven runner in this field, Brennan, in terms of his performances at the top level over a period of time, Fernando Mick, and, and probably a winner when it came to the box draw as well.
1: It certainly was. He came from boxery in his heat on Thursday, and he's only got to replicate it again. Um, the biggest thing is that he'd been here before, and David was confident that the dog didn't need a trial. He flew in the morning of the race, which can be deemed risky um depending on how the dog traveled but all reports he pulled up well and you know he got through it and um and yeah he certainly turned up like he'd been there before and got the job done there in a real good time he shows good speed his sectionals were low flying and i think if he pr- repeats his effort from his heat it's going to be very hard to beat
0: favourite with Labbrokes when we're recording, which is on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Jebediah was a little bit of an upset as far as the heats go. Brennan um, ran good time, though, and and managed to drag Vice Grip through to the final as well as the fastest second place getter we'll touch on a little bit later as we go through these. But uh, drawing the three, $14. I know when I read uh, Justin Crawford's runner-by-runner preview earlier, he thinks Jebediah is really not ice each-way value. Do you agree?
1: I do. Um, I think he's a, a very good honest dog that got his way through to the final. Um, blessed on the fact he got out of the box as well and his first sectional was good was good. Um, he is gonna be a real strong top way, uh top three chance in this race. Um it's just a matter of if Fernando McGebedai get tangled up within the first ten meters of the start, Ripaway is gonna be a vacant, more or less he'll be a back marker and nine fly will be the same as well. It
0: would be a, a big Tassie final if Teddy Medhurst wasn't represented. He's got one of the outsiders in this field here in, in Away. $18 uh, with Ladbrokes Brennan. Probably entitled to be an outsider, as you say, but it, it's just not a kennel that you write off.
1: Uh, certainly, Teddy Medhurst is no stranger to these big races, and he's won a Hobart Thousand with Regent Funder back in 2004, so... Um, look, he's an 11-time winner on this track. He's won 18 races in his career. He's been a fantastic dog for both Teddy and Cameron Betts. And look, there's two sides to Rip Wayne. Last week was one of his best performances we've probably seen. Um, and hopefully he just needs to mirror that to be a chance. We know he can be hit or miss at the start. But if he's right up within the top half of the field and run out of the straight, uh, the back straight, he is going to be hard to hold down. He is one powerful performer and uh, just wish Connections all the best because you can't underrate him, but he's going to be in there right in the thick of it.
0: Another trainer that has tasted success in the Ladbrokes Hobart 1000, of course, is Debbie Cannon, the last local trainer to do so, Brennan. She boxes Isa Rava here who has rapidly progressed through the grades, won a grade six just a couple of weeks ago and now in a group one final.
1: Well, an impressive greyhound, and uh, you know, even though he's the youngest runner in this field, he's deserved a chance. Uh, look, uh, on his time, he, he can mix it well with these sort of dogs, but uh, just wish this series was a little bit later to see him to, you know, really build up and get up in the grade. But you know, he's in it, and look, I, I can't, you know, cannot leave him out of um, in consideration of this field because if the brakes go his way early he will come through this field and he's proven and in his run home section he's quite tough so um i look i won't have him in my top fours but i'm i've got him there as a sentimental chance because i he's just a dog that you you don't want to um you know not forget about because anything can happen in this sort of field and it's just a matter of him being there on the night and seeing if he can really um, mix it early. So yeah, he's going to go around there as a good each way chance in this race.
0: Yeah. Been kept very safe by Ladbrokes at five fifty. actually the shortest of all the Tasmanian trained greyhounds, which may be a little bit of a surprise when you look at the form of the six Rojo diamond at $6.50, just Absolutely airborne in recent times. Brennan loves Hobart, loves the 461. one from the green box in the heats last week, and of course is in the contention for the Ladbroke's triple treat connections bonus, potentially 100 grand uh, if he can add uh, this one and the Launceston Cup. But got to get the Hobart 1000 out, out of the way first on top of his recent Ladbroke's chase win.
1: And gee, wouldn't it be a big effort if he can do it and a great um, advertisement for Tassie Racing and the breeding industry. He's been an outstanding greyhound. He's won 23 races from 36 starts and he's won 9 of 14 at Hobart and just been a brilliant dog for connections and Roman Grubb's been a master on how he's placed his dog. He's gone you know, not trying to tax him too much. He's knows how to s- space out his campaigns as best as possible and it's suiting to the dog and his form's just in great shape at the moment. So, um, <laughs> look, he's got his box. The only concern is power of bunny and vice grip are going to cause him a bit of drama early. But if he steps, like he usually can, the way he's done in uh, the Labbrox chase final is what we want to see him replicate. He's going to he's going to be a one dog that's going to be hard to catch. So, um he's right up there in my top four
0: selections pretty hard to leave out rojo diamond in the form he's in vice grip for adam smithson well you spoke to him a few weeks ago and he alluded to this dog coming across to tassie perhaps a little bit lucky to make the finals the fastest second place getter but you only need to be in it to win it and uh, he's proven his class with a, a placing in the group one top gun just a few weeks ago brennan and at $7.50 here. He's another one that must be given a, a red hot live chance.
1: He will be the, the one of the back markers in the field on the nights of uh rip away uh, and nine eye flyer. And look, he's a proven group race quality dog. And look, if he can overcome a bit of trouble early, he'll be wanting to hunt up on the speed and try and get himself into a position where he can strike around the home turn. So, um look, he is a rail specialist. So he'll be wanting to get to the rail. So hopefully he can uh, avoid a tangle up with Rojo Diamond and, and really put himself into the race with the best chance. So he is amongst my top four and hopefully uh, he'll do Connections proud.
0: It's always the way in, in these big races, Brennan, but you'd think with fancy runners in 6, 7 and 8, I mean, the start's just going to be absolutely crucial here, isn't it, to these dogs' chances?
1: Oh, it certainly will be because... You know, most people can say to you that box draws are, are crucial, but here at Hobart, when the way the boxes are positioned, it throws a lot of those statistics out of whack. Like, you know, people say, oh, the red's a good box, but, you know, you want to be positioned more out wide if you've got a greyhound that can camp on the speed and get across early and take control of the race. So um, those three greyhounds, it, that's why they're well considered in the market. And and I think pundas have got it
0: right at this point. Well, to your point, power of Buddy, who's the second favourite at three dollars thirty, drew the pink in the heats. The same box that he has for the final. Just a demolition job in the heats. Brennan and I can see why the market likes him in the final.
1: It's a credit to to trainer Steve Bruce White and also um, his caretaker trainer Rod Reans, who's looked after the dog for the series. And he's lost his early speed, and it's well documented that he's had a toe removed early during his career. But gee, if he can. If he can get out and do what he done in his heat, um, he seems to be really improving with the runs he's had. He's had a trial here in a run last week, so he is going to improve further for this run. He's drawn where he needs to be to avoid any trouble. He just needs to get up there early and, and hold his ground and get a clean card across through that first turn. That's going to be absolutely crucial. But, um, yeah, he's going to be a dog that's going to, you know, warrant that he, he will be very hard to hold out if the likes of Fernando Mick and Rojo Diamond get holed up.
0: At the two reserves in this race, who told Shorty and, and Raiders Guide have been kept pretty safe by lab breaks at $7, but uh, I guess we'll just focus on the ones that we know are in the field. Brennan, I'll put you on the spot now. Give us your top four.
1: I'm going to go with Fernando Mick on top. Number two to be uh, Rojo Diamond, six. Power and Bunny, eight and izaraba in five look i could give a lot of consideration to ice grip but i just don't see that he's got the early speed um the way fernando mixed and i think he's got a good chance from uh, you know from the rails he proved that he's a pretty good you know front runner and what he done in his seat is what's convinced me to put him on top rojo diamond is our local home i'd like to put him there on top but I'm just worried if he can't overcome the likes of Vice Grip and Power Buddy early at the start, it's going to bring him unstuck. But we have seen what he can do if he times the start and he's hell bent on leading if he comes out of those boxes clean and um, Power Buddy's drawn right well on the outside and I'm going to put Isa Rava in there. It may be a risk, but I I like him and the way that he's progressed. He's only won three from three. Debbie Cannon likes to be the underdog in this series and and when it comes to these big races, yeah, the, the Debbie Cannon factor is crucial. And uh, I think he could be the one that could cause a big upset. So for me, it'll be two to beat the six, the eight and the five in the big one of the night. Ladbrokes new bet ticket now available. Watch the exclusive live feed on your Ladbrokes app and see where the big bets land. Get the down low of the download. Ladbroke
0: acts. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Always won by an outstanding greyhound, the Hobart Thousand, and it's going to be no exception in 2022. Both you and I will be on track, live hosting the coverage for Taz Racing TV. Can't wait to get out there for a huge night of racing. But on this program, Brennan, uh, we do have a host of supporting features honouring uh, I guess icons of the Tasmanian greyhound industry and and they're highly sought after in terms of trainers wanting to win these races. Uh, We won't go into them in as much detail but uh, we might start with the Denise Fish Memorial and I'll get a selection from you in that race.
1: Look I'm really torn between the likes of Duana Dream and Duana Gym. Both two greyhounds come from the Anthony Bullock Kennel and, and they're in great form at present time and Wellington Blaze is in great, you know, did come off a real good win at it's last time out. So, and you've got Kara Dancer as a strong back marker. But for me, I'm probably st- sticking look more towards uh, Duana Gem over Duana Dream. I think the kennel could come away with Granella in this race, but um, overall, it's pretty strong field. But those two are the leading
0: chances for me. Race four, the Billy Gross Memorial, uh, a best eight. Who are you siding within this one? He's a good field,
1: and um, well, it's going to be very hard to pull this one apart, but um, I'm liking to give Typhoon Sammy a, a forgiving run off his off heat his last week. Just didn't really fire to really what we're knowing about this dog, and um, I'd like to keep him in my top three chances, but I'm pointing more, more towards Red Titan. Um, he's really well positioned from the draw and I think he'll get all the chances in the run. Um, Yeah, so I'm pointing at the moment, my top two chances will probably be Red Titan and Typhoon Sammy in the Billy Grice Memorial, honouring a a young participant who sadly lost his life far too soon. And this race has been run for quite a few years now and it's a a race that I know trainers will be very proud to take home as, as well on the other three races and the Hobart 1000 as well.
0: Yeah, always a, a huge crowd out there for the presentation of that race. And uh, the Bob Brown Memorial, the, I guess the thousand consolation, Brennan, a uh, host of dogs that wouldn't look out of place in the feature. But unfortunately, the the quality of the heats, I guess, shone through here. But uh, no doubt we'll have a, a superb winner of this race as well.
1: I'm going to go with Penanero Warrior, number eight on top for trainer Paula LaBella. Gene ran out of his skin in the, in the heat last week. He finished second. And there's a real good chance to bring home the money for connections. Uh, Raiders Guide is the youngest dog in the field, and he'll come home pretty strong as well, along with Do It and Duana Milo. So I'm going to go eight to beat the one over the two and the four in this race. It's just a very good field, but I think the wide draw is going to be uh, a big case in this for Pananero Warrior.
0: All right. Hopefully a few winners there for the punters. Anything in any of the other races that we haven't touched on, Brennan, that you might uh, think is a standout?
1: Um, look, there is a couple of good races here on the program on Thursday night, and I'm looking more towards the 599-metre event that's been programmed, which is race three. I do like the the draw of Camrose number 7 for training at McLeath. Probably a little bit out in the market, but it's a good field. Big Oprah Rocks has drawn box three. He's the the Victorian dog that's come here with brilliant form. We haven't seen the best of him yet. I think this is a low fi- low sort of class field. That could bring him into this race and show what he can do, and he'll probably do damage to the clock if he's there on the night and, and in the right frame of mind. But for me, I'll go race three, number seven, Cam Rose for trainer
0: McLeod might be decent odds there with Big Opal Rocks in that field as well. Circling back to Saturday night, Brendan, I saw the social media photos. Uh, You were prominent for a huge night uh, on the calendar, the Greyhound Hall of Fame and, of course, the the Boxer as well. We saw some very worthy inductees there and it looked as though it was a great night.
1: Yes, we had two Greyhounds and two um, past participants uh, inducted the Greyhounds for Miss Coronet, um, Mona's Beauty, uh, Jim Dixon and George Mason were inducted. And, you know, th- there were four really good, worthy um, entries this year. And, you know, th- we look at um, Mona's Beauty. She was a dual gold cut winner and just a real good track specialist at Hobart. But, you know, when you look at her story, you think, you know, oh, she's only a Hobart dog. But at that time, she was great for popularity in the sport, done a lot of... Um, good news for charities and events at that time. And it was just a real good, honest little greyhound that raced around in that era of the 70s. And Miss Coronet was arguably, oh, look, I think she's, if not one of the best, you know, all the greatest stayer, I think, at that of her era. Um, she was a champion greyhound that won a stack of races, won a Gabba thousand, represented the, the state and the national championships quite a few times, was a finalist in one of the premier... Uh, female races for stayers, the Genevieve Cup, and and you know you look at Jim Dixon, who was an astute trainer, um, prepared a Hobart Thousand winner in Bo Rock in 1960, and produced uh, another good drawing hand in Time Paid, and, and George Mason was, you know, very much a, a staunch supporter of uh, Devonport ground Racing, done a lot for their committee, was their representative on the Tasmanian ground Racing Board for a number of years, and. Just did a lot of work to, um, you know, help me sport out, and yeah, just four really good inductions there, and good to see those families come out, and um, you know, be proud to honour those, uh, you know, you know, their connections to both animal or trainer uh, that went in into the this year's Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, well said, and uh, well done to you and everyone else involved with uh, that Hall of Fame process. I know a lot of work goes in, and, and great to see. Uh, some legends recognized. Uh, but back to the racetrack action, Brennan, we had the Alveston Pet Foods Breeders Classic, the traditional Devonport Breeders Classic on Tuesday. Uh, you were lucky enough to get Bully Gosh Raja through to the final there in what was an extremely strong series. Uh, I think we'll see uh, another terrific final coming up there as well.
1: Yeah, very good seeing out from those four semi finals on. On uh, Tuesday, and you know, you go down through the quality, the likes of um, Supreme Leader Hay Thunder, um, Fast Minardi was just unlucky not to win. He was narrow in defeat, coming home like a steam train. You got Rojo Henry in the field as well. So, um, yeah, for me, I'm going more towards Hay Thunder. I think he was a very good he- uh, semi winner, semi final winner, and Josh Ride's starting to see the fruits of his labor with this dog. Um, it's reported that. It did have an abscess early in in its career and it was a little bit behind the mark in regards to its other little mate. So it's now starting to come to hand and hopefully it'll run well. And uh, our little mate, Gollygosh Raj, are going into the field. He's got box one. Uh, That'll help him out. And hopefully he can uh, do it as proud and and factor in pretty strongly for top three with a bit of luck.
0: Just no shortage of feature races coming up on the calendar here in Tassie. But of course, it's all about the Group 1, Labbrokes Hobart 1000, Watch it on Taz Racing TV where Brennan and I will be trackside hosting all the coverage upstairs and the members. Always a great night there, plenty happening, and we'll try and grab a few different people through the night for a chat. There's also the opportunity to win some free cash through the first round of the Form Plus Tipping, uh, which kicks off on Hobart 1000. That'll launch tomorrow. You'll see that on Taz Racing Socials. And SEN are running a Survivor Contest, of which the first round's on the Hobart 1000 as well. So some really good prizes up for grabs there. I think there's 3,000 in the SEN Survivor and, and a share of 10,000 through the Form Plus Tipping. Uh, summer series so great opportunity to get something for nothing and engage with some outstanding racing but brennan uh, you've probably done the trip up and down the midlands a few more times for your liking recently but uh you'll do another one on thursday but uh i guess there's a decent pot of gold at the end of the rainbow this time
1: oh look it's something i really pride myself on um trying to do what i can to help promote the the race the hobart thousand and you know Congratulations to the club to, to getting a good field and I know the HRC are really looking forward to the night. They're putting in a lot to get it out there and the advertisements and hopefully it all pays off and, and you know they've got a very good race there that all unfolds later on in the program and you know, whoever wins it is going to be a worthy winner and a, another outstanding dog that will go on the list of past champions in the Hobart South.